First of all, it's been a very bleak week so far. It's been bleak street over here in America. You know what? It's a famine of beauty. It's a famine of beauty. It's a famine of beauty, honey. My eyes are starving for beauty. beloved today we're going to be talking about beauty do you know joseph in the bible joseph with the many colors coat he had the kuji coat me and him got a similar testimony genesis chapter 39 verse 6 says now joseph was handsome and good looking listen listen joseph we're in the same fellowship but honestly today i want to talk about beauty in the bible and i want to talk about the beauty of our soul and so we see in the scripture that Joseph's good looks led him to a, a chapter shift, right? And Potiphar's wife, you know, she wanted to sleep with him. And he said, nah, man, I got principles and I fear the Lord. And then she accused him, blasey, blasey. And actually, you know, he's in prison. But then when even when in prison, he gets favor, right? Because he's just like, he's really good at administration and, He's really bright. He just, he got that glow, he got that halo, right? That glow. You know that there, there's a thing called a halo effect, but I ain't going to teach you on that right now. But we need to get that glow. And so he's in prison, and then he's like, usually, see, understand that Joseph had uh, physical beauty. He had natural acumen, and he had spiritual gifts, three different things, right? And so... He's using his spiritual gifts in jail. Like these two dudes had a you know dream and blasey blasey, and he uh, interprets the dream, and the guy gets out, and Joseph was like, "Yo, my man, my man, don't forget me, don't forget me. Remember me, Joseph from C thirty six, block five, right?" And and the guy was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Yeah, you can have my slippers, you can have my top ramen." And so the guy leaves, and then the guy forgot Joseph, right? And then later on. You know, Pharaoh has his dream, and he's like all twisted. And he's having nightmares, and then the guy says, "Oy vey, I know this dude in C seventy six. Was it C thirty seven? 
Nevertheless, this, this Hebrew named Joseph, he can, he can interpret dreams. So then the guard pulls up and knocks on his, his uh, prison doors and be like, yo, Pharaoh wants to see you. And then next you know Joseph, what he did? He got so fresh and so clean, clean. They say he shaved, right? And, you know, he understood the power of protocol. And he shaved and he sees Pharaoh. And uh, next you know, you know, he went from pr the prison prison to the prime minister and, you know, from the pit to the palace. You, your pastor told you. And, um, but, you know, I, 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 I got to say, I, I think besides his spiritual gifts, I think, the you know, he had spiritual gifts, but he also had talent. You know, peep, peep this, right? So he tells Pharaoh what the dream means prophetically. And then Pharaoh goes, man, who could do this? And then Pharaoh goes, you could do this? And Joseph said, yeah, I could do this. See, a lot of you, you've been scared. You've been like, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, I'm just good at interpreting dreams. I don't know. But listen, Joseph was ready for his moment. I, I think, I want to think his charisma, his good looks has something to do with it, you know, because Pharaoh was comfortable with him. And you know, Joseph probably got his good looks from his mama. I think his mama was Rachel. Rachel was so pretty that, uh, who was it? Jacob? Jacob worked like 14 years to marry Rachel because his father-in-law gave him the oop-de-oop -oop and gave him Leah. The Bible said Leah had weak eyes. I think she was cross-eyed, Tito. Genesis chapter 29, verse 17, it said Leah's eyes were weak, but Rachel was beautiful and lovely. Right? And so, you know, we're going back to beauty, and Jacob, you know, worked hard. He worked really hard for Rachel for her hand in marriage. And uh I'm sure that had a lot to do with his love for Joseph, right? And then even like Israel's first king was King Saul. And the Bible says in first uh first Samuel chapter nine, verse two, it said Kish had a son whose name was Saul, a handsome young man. There was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he. What? He stood head and shoulders above everyone else. But, you know, this Babylon also had low self-esteem because Saul was looking for his dad's donkeys. And he found the prophet. The prophet had some choice meat for him. He had a word for him. And then the prophet put him on this prophetic journey. And he said, listen, the spirit of God is going to come on you and you're going you're gonna to be a different man. So then when he goes to the coronation, he couldn't find Saul. And, and God told uh, Samuel he's hiding among the baggage. Listen, you could be all pretty, you could be tall, and you could still have baggage, right? Don't, good looks is not everything. Then another king was King David. And the Bible says in 1 Samuel 16, 18, one of the attendants spoke up. I have observed a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is skilled in music, strong fellow and a warrior, sensible in speech, and handsome in appearance, and the Lord is with them. Listen, they put handsome in appearance, it got to be for a reason. You know, even Father Abraham, beauty helped him. I don't know if Father Abraham was good looking, but apparently Sarah, Sarah was pretty. Genesis chapter 12, verse 10. This is after God called Abraham. I said, now there was a famine in the land, like a famine of beauty. No, there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. And he was about to enter Egypt. He said to his wife, Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. This guy was scary. 
And when the Egyptians see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but will let you live. Say you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake and my life will be spared because of you. Listen, not every great man of God is like perfect. This this, this guy has some character defects. He, he, you know, we're, we're in the potter's wheel, amen? The potter's wheel. Verse 14, when Abraham, when Abraham came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. And when the Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh. And she was taken to his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake. And Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. What? Verse 17. But the Lord afflicted serious disease on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sarah. Sarai. Sarah. Yes, Sarai. Let's just say Sarai. They had some name changes. So Pharaoh summoned Abram, what have you done to me? He said, why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? So I took her to be my wife. Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men. They sent him on his way and his wife and everything he had. Chapter 13, verse 1. So Abram went from Egypt to Negev with his wife and everything he had and lot with them. Abraham became very wealthy in livestock and silver and in gold. So, you know, we see here that, you know, it wasn't necessarily Abraham's faith that got him blessed. It was his wife's beauty. And then, you know, after chapter 13 or what have you, him and Lot, his nephew, expanded. You know, sometimes our good gets in the way of God's best. God told him to get away from his family. He's like, I'll get away from most of them, but I'll bring my ratchet little nephew with me. And then they expanded so much, man, that um, they had beef, right? And then, like, their, their, their workers were fighting, so they separated. Lot went to a big city. And then in chapter 14, we see he gets kidnapped, and Abraham wins back because he had 318 shooters and hitters that grew up in his caravan. And um, he had allies. And, you know, we're still talking about beauty. Let me, let me you know, I get, I get off track, bro. The beauty matters, beloved. Exodus chapter 2, verse 1 through 2. Now a man from the family of Levi married a Levite woman. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. When she saw that he, we're talking about Moses, was beautiful, she hid him for three months. And we, don't, we know man looks at the outer appearance and God looks at the heart. But beloved, we got to grow in grace and inner beauty. You know, a brief a survey of beautiful people in the Bible revealed that 22 people uh, in this list, 15 of them are directly or indirectly associated with royalty, either kings or queens. That's rude, sons of anarchy or whatever. All right, so like, and you and I, so they, they related to kings and queens. You and I, we're royal priesthood. We're ambassadors. We're kingdom brand ambassadors. God's going to give us a faith lift that's going to change our face. We're going to grow in our inner beauty, and it'll leak out to our outer beauty. When we have less worry, less fear, less stress, we'll grow more beautiful and serene as we grow less angry, less lustful. And as we grow in the fruit of the Spirit, 
then we're going to produce more grace, more discipline, more calm, more serotonin, oxytocin, more collagen, hey, more radiance. Our youth will be renewed like wings, like the eagle, right? Better posture. We'll have a resting, blessed face instead of a resting, you know. God don't make ugly, beloved. The book of Luke chapter 2, verse 52 said, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. And I pray as you listen to this little podcast that you will grow in wisdom and stature and favor with God, favor with man. May the grace of God be seen in your face. Oh, may God renew your youth. May God bring back your swag. May you start dressing for where you're going, packaging yourself for where you're going, not where you're from. Oh, when you put on the full armor of God, I hope it changes your posture. That you start like standing tall, standing strong. Oh, as you start fasting and praying and singing and raising your hands and just living that grace-filled life, God's going to make you more beautiful and beautiful. You're already beautiful. You don't even know it. You're, some of you are like King Saul. You're hiding in your baggage. But God wants to give you a regal anointing because you are son and daughter of the Most High. You're seated with Christ in heavenly places. And so I want to talk to you quickly about beauty, man. You're beautiful people, dude. Start walking like it. Start talking like it. Start dressing like it. Start fixing up your house like it. Think about what heaven looks like. And start using that as a North Star for your life. Amen. Thanks, dude. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Enjoy this worship song. Later. Voices in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every high and then again just who I am because I need to know
You'll have every failure, God. You'll have every victory.